Welcome to Healthcare Beats Monthly Recap with Chris DeMeo. A brief rundown of recent legal issues and developments affecting organizations across the healthcare industry. I'm Chris DeMeo, a partner in SciFarth's corporate department and member of the firm's healthcare group. Let's get started. In this month's episode, we'll focus on fraud and abuse enforcement. We will be looking at the Department of Justice's Report on False Claims Act Recoveries for 2021, the conclusion of the very first COVID prosecution for fraud on the Provider Relief Fund, and a recent case out of the First Circuit articulating a new framework for Granston dismissals. Last week, the Department of Justice announced it had recovered over $5.6 billion in judgments and settlements under the False Claims Act during fiscal year 2021, and that over $5 billion of those recoveries were in the healthcare industry. Looking behind the numbers, we see that almost half of the healthcare recovery was due to one settlement with Purdue Pharmaceuticals in the opioid litigation. In addition, for those of you who represent defendants in private KETAM False Claims Act litigation, you'll be interested to hear that the numbers of those cases actually went down, and the recoveries went down to $1.6 billion, which is actually the lowest since 2008. DOJ highlighted opioid abuse, Medicare Advantage, illegal kickbacks, and medically unnecessary services as areas of focus for 2021 and reiterated its commitment to holding individual executives responsible for corporate wrongdoing. One area of anticipated increased activity for 2022 will be enforcement actions against providers who took money from the Provider Relief Fund and spent it on themselves rather than their patients. Last month, the DOJ secured a guilty plea from the first person charged with fraud on the Provider Relief Fund. The defendant pled guilty to requesting approximately $36,000 for her home health business to combat COVID-19, despite the fact that the agency had been closed for months, and then promptly funneling that money to relatives. The defendant faces fines, prison time, and restitution. Two other unrelated cases involving larger amounts are still pending. And finally today, in Borzarelli versus Bayer, the First Circuit Court of Appeals articulated a new framework for considering a request by the government to dismiss a False Claims Act case over the objections of the private whistleblower plaintiff. As the real party in interest, the government has the authority under the FCA to seek such dismissal, even when it has not formally intervened. Recent cases have debated whether the government can dismiss any case for any reason or must demonstrate that the dismissal is rationally related to a valid government purpose. The First Circuit took a slightly different approach, holding that first, the government must provide its reasons for seeking dismissal. Then the relator is given the opportunity to persuade the government to withdraw its motion. But if these efforts are not successful, the court must grant the motion unless it is unconstitutional or perpetrates a fraud on the court. Hope you found this helpful. If you have any questions about what we discussed today or anything else that happened last month in fraud and abuse enforcement, please reach out. Also, if you have any requests for a focus area for our next month's episode, please let me know. Thank you again for joining us for Healthcare Beats Monthly Recap with Chris DeMeo. So you'll never miss an episode, be sure to visit SciFarth.com, where you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or SoundCloud. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a five-star rating and share the podcast with your friends and colleagues. We look forward to having you with us again soon.